So uh, it's been a week. I want to feel some things we said would happen in this country at some point with some president. We saw the escalation under previous presidents, um, but we knew some president would do it. Uh, we've seen things in this country uh, from the police forces across the country, not one random police force, but across this country. This week we've seen police forces unleashing their, well, I kind of, do you want to say that, inner rages? Fury. 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 Let's say unleash the fury. That's like what a lot of them are doing. Um, and getting caught on camera. Um, this week, the these United States of America have been put on full display for the world to see. When you have the United Nations condemn you, the UN barely condemns these atrocities in other countries. When they condemn you, someone on their security council, someone with a high seat, when they condemn your actions, you know across the board something's wrong, something's broken. But before we go any further, we have to let the listeners know we have a, a special guest in the studio with us for this one, man. Uh, you're going to speak now because you're in this. <laughs> and shut your punk ass up, man. GSF, you hurt? GSF, baby, we do the fucking, you hurt? Uh, by that voice, you guys should know who that is, man. If you previously listened here, but go ahead, tell them who you are anyhow. If they don't know your voice, if they're new to this. This is Lorenzo, bruh. It's my older brother, Lorenzo. Big Zo. Big Zo, we call him sometimes. Uh, you know, Pop should be Big Zo. He's other Zo. We're not going to get into that right now. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> nah, your pops is just Zo. Oh. <laughs> but, uh. It's, uh, this week in this country, we've seen it, man. Um, when we last covered, that was the day when, uh, he came out and did the photo op, right, with the Bible. It was that day. Um, wow, that that, that was only four. That that was. I feel, I feel like that was just a few short days ago. But that was Monday. That was on Monday, and that shit blew my mind. When when we were in the group chat, when Vela, when the group chat, when Vela sent it out, we were recording. When I saw it, oh, we were, we were about to record. We were setting up. We were about to record when <laughs> Vela put it into the group chat. And I'm like, yo, uh, Hulu, you guys have Hulu. Hulu's been putting uh, the live news coverage that live. Like, you need to have the, the TV like you have Hulu. Yeah, Hulu They've live. been putting their ABC News live <clears throat> so that people can see live coverage of this as it's going on uh, for the duration of it through these protests, through what's going on throughout the country. Um, they, uh, they didn't show it. They were talking about something else. So I was like, yo, let's Google. And we found a live stream in the park as it led up to it. But when they pushed him out and into the street and then did that, um, nothing happened. It was crazy. And then when Vela said, yo, I'm thinking, ah, he's finally going to give a press conference to do something maybe, maybe presidential. Maybe. That's what the thought was. And then the most awkward photo op, the most made-for-TV moment ever in a U.S. presidency. I don't think you can... You can't make this up. I mean, the man looked like he didn't know how to hold the book upright. He was, he, from what I saw, <clears throat> which came out afterwards, he was replicating a pose that Hitler did, holding the same book. It has the same trim. It's the same fucking book, bro. 
and he's holding it the same exact way, fingers in the same position, same pose. So that meant something. What it meant, who the fuck knows, bro? But he did that for Every, a reason. Everything that he does is <clears throat> is like symbolic to his base. So if you're you're part of that part of those people from and like I mean, those like minded individuals like him, then they're gonna notice what he's doing. But also, if you see that photo op, you see him like what's the word? Primping his face like he's like like he's in like a fucking photo shoot or some shit. And he's like, Yeah, I'm Law and Order President. Law and Order like fucking thumping the Bible. Like literally he's Bible thumping in the photo op. Like it was it's fucking it's ridiculous. To have bro. seen it. It was one of the I mean, everyone is still on it, man. You've still I mean, yesterday he gave a the address yesterday, just I d I didn't hear it. When I saw that no one was really covering it live, I'm like, the president just gave an address and no one was covering it. I was like, how bad have you sunken that they don't cover your live addresses from the Rose Garden? From the Rose Garden, people weren't. It's crazy. Um, He's, like I said, I've gone as far as I can not saying anything. Um, But I want to get to what we've seen in this country this week, man. Police forces across across, across across, across the states. Uh, I mean, tear gassing, peaceful protesters, shooting people in the face at point from point blank rage with rubber bullets, bullets that are known to still do damage, that can bruise like fucking flesh, like a muscle <laughs> from distance. I saw one going this lady's forehead that she was stuck. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. Uh, they said one of the kids is probably gonna have brain damage. Uh, that got hit. I saw. I, I can't remember where it was, but the kid just fucking drops, man. And they showed him like he said when he wakes up, he's not gonna, he's probably not gonna have the same brain capacity. Yeah, young kid, bright kid by all accounts. Um, and then just, I mean, uh, when they uh, was it in Philadelphia, where they herded them all onto the side of the highway and were gassing them, just kept throwing the gas, man. Like this is, like this is something you would do to like, I, I don't know, like this. Yeah, also, you saw that that video with the uh, when they have like the vehicles rolling up the block. And they're coming, they're moving down in the line, and he tell the, the the girl to get back in the house or whatever, and his motherfucker just says, "Light her up." Yeah, like that's some that's some Call of Duty. Like some of these dudes, some of these guys, some are, of these guys. Let me. They 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 jacked up Kyle's on the, the you know the, the, these monster energies, these uh, these amped energy drinks, these uh, rock star energies. These what, what did they used to call the the big can of our uh, monster energy, the BFC, the big fucking can? They pound a few of those a day. Essentially, they're just monster energies and tall boys. Cocaine. Yeah, this is this is what they you know, some Adderall, Ritalin. This, they wanted they wanted some action. Adderall, whatever, whatever, whatever they need. You know, um, and it's it's crazy, man, because you see it, and you're hearing from upper echelons of the military. You have Mike Mattis, uh, you know, who came out and said something, worked under both President Obama and President Trump. And said, you know, he is eroding democracy for someone who worked under him. Uh, other people, and like currently in the chain of command in the military, have spoken out and said that they've told, like, hey, we get standing orders. You're not following them. We're not. I'm not deploying American troops on American citizens in America. And it's come to the point where even they they still say his his closest advisors are split on how to deal with this because he has. 
he has a bunch of people around him who pretty much are like yes men. And there's like a thing where even like like they have like uh like even like the senators that are scared to speak back about him. Yeah, because like he's when they uh, get when they got them all walking in after that like, like uh after Monday. What do you think of t- gassing peaceful protesters and clearing them out of park for for a photo? I I, I don't know anything. I, I didn't see everybody just zooming past the like everywhere's covering. How did you not see this? Don't fucking lie, man. It's sad, man. And even like I mean, people who are you're seeing the truth about people, man. We've seen, I mean. We've seen, like, in this city, we've seen some looting. Like, uh, we covered it, uh, how they hit Fifth Avenue. Uh, that night we covered it, they hit Fordham Road. That was, that was devastation. That was that was kind of what we were told about happened on Broadway during 77, man. I understand why, why you would go in and, like, those, this is where you're from, like, you want to, like, even even the other looting, like, downtown or whatever on Fifth Avenue, that's still not acceptable either. But this is really, 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 really not acceptable to go into your own neighborhood and do that. Like, who, who the fuck does that? That's fucking stupid. So, as a former military person, that's... USMC, URA. Like, these people, they can't call you back, can they? No, no, no. When so you once sign, you serve your time, that's yeah, it. Yeah, when you sign a, um, well, usually, well, people that are out can get called. If you're in the reserves or even when you're active duty, I was in the reserves, so you sign what they call, it's a, um, it is, and I believe it's an eight by four contract, with me, which means that you're uh, eight years in the reserve and then you're four years in active reserve, which meaning, meaning if they need to call you back, they could call you back. If you're active duty, it's a four by four, which is four years active duty and then four years uh, inactive. And if they need to call you back, they could call you back. But uh, once you get your papers and you just, well, I mean, even once you get your papers and just like they could still like call you. So as a soldier, do you sympathize with people who are in the position that they have to just follow commands? It's tough. I mean, like. At some point, the military never wants just mindless drones out there. That's why they have drones. You know what I mean? So at, at a point, like you're, you have to be able to you to differentiate right and wrong, and you know what's right and you know what's wrong. Now, if they have them standing there like the way they had them and just doing like crowd control and whatever, they still shouldn't even be doing that. But if they have them doing that, whatever. But once it gets thick, I don't know. If they gave them like rules of engagement and all this other shit, like I have no idea what they have them doing. So, I mean, honestly, at, at a point, like you have to figure it out. You gotta look and you like I've going seen, on and make like choices for yourself. The reporting yesterday that I saw while I was watching, reading, is you know one of the things. Also, we're gonna discuss. I want me and you to discuss. Have you seen these unnamed, unlisted? They have no idea what branch where they're from. They're some sort of federal officers. But they're wearing no insignias, no names, just full-out tactical gear. No one knows where they're from on these streets. And I want to talk about that in a second. Uh, but like, like it's, it's gotten to the point um, where now, you know, you, like, I, I want to come back here. Like I got a lot of places I want to go here all over the place today. 
um i want to come back here with you what you just said um deploying these these kids on the street man i say these kids because i mean a lot of these people aren't if they're reserves you know I mean, what, what, what's the reserve? It's two weekends. What was a weekend of one, one weekend a month? One two week, weeks out of the year. One week a month, two weeks in the summer. That's the way the commercial is. <laughs> but most of them are. You're right. Most of them are kids, and they're using this as for help with college. And help with college. Some people a little bit older to help with life expenses, and they, they have a family. This was it. This was their only option. They I mean, to- you, you, you know. What you're getting, like you sign a contract, you know what you're getting into. Like I might get deployed overseas or whatever, and you might have to do a, you know what I mean, a tour somewhere else or whatever. That's that's cool, but to be deployed within the United States for some shit like this, like they get deployed for like hurricane relief and like national I mean, they disasters were deployed, and shit like I that. I mean, to help with corona relief in some places. Yeah, that's, that's, Guard was that's, that's, that's cool. And even the Army that's Corps the job engineers is. came in. But this isn't but the this, job This to isn't be the job to be on, on American streets against people. American citizens because of civil unrest. This isn't in the job description. Um, and I mean, that's, like you said, like but, but the thing a lot of these kids say is, yo, I get my orders, those are my orders. Like, I'm in the middle of I don't have that. I, I have orders. I follow orders. A lot of them have been told their whole life and do this to follow orders. A lot of them are too stupid. You don't want mindless drones, you say that? But a lot of them are too stupid to think for themselves. You ever and seen... And they fall... Like... You remember the movie uh, A Few Good Men? Yeah. You remember how that went when, hey, we're just following orders. Why are we going to jail at the end? Because you fucking... You have to know what's right. And at the end, they realize you can't just follow orders blindly, especially orders like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but people... In the movie, they killed the other soldier, right? Yeah. They gave him a code red. Shit. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... But it's it's crazy. But you have these kids, you have them, they shouldn't be there, man. But now you have branches of... You have no idea where these people are from on the streets of D.C., man. And, I mean, you, like, like people are saying, you have no idea... Some randos who just have this gear at home could just slip in with these guys. Nobody. And then by, yo, who's this? Where he's from? I don't know. Yes. No accountability. How easy would it be for some stolen valor for some jacked up fucking incel who's been waiting for this moment for the last five or six years? He's been been waiting for this since Donnie, you know, announced his run. Like, this is it. This is our moment. This is where this is where we make America great again. The people that are wait have been waiting to you know you, you're seeing this. You, you are seeing people like that that actually have a problem with all types of peaceful protest. No one is saying the looting's okay. You need, like nowhere around here are you gonna hear us justify the looting. No. But if you don't understand the rage behind that, the anger behind that, and even I hate to say something, it's corona. Like people have been out of work for. Two and a half, almost three months now. Some people took a minute to get unemployment to kick in. You, you, I'm on a group. I'm on a group on Facebook, and there's still people that have not gotten their unemployment, or a lot of people. There's there's a lot of people who have not gotten their back pay, and it's like these people are literally starving. <laughs> Pretty much, literally close, starving or close to starving. Like I saw a dude. Who posted on the on that group that we have that that I'm a part that I was a part that I'm part of on our Facebook? You know, you ask questions about unemployment, you get answers. Like it's like a community group. Try to get answers, see what's going on. Dude, 
Dude posted a balance. He had his balance. He's like, I still didn't get paid. He posted a balance. He had $7.62 left in his account. $7.62. He's like, I've run out of money. I've run out of options. I don't know what else to do, like asking for help, like questions, like trying to gain contract with them. So I'm pretty sure he's not the only one in these people. Yo, like it, it's yeah. terrible what I like, what I had to go through, man. What I know you, like, and, like trying to explain to people why it's so frustrating. Like I want to work right now. Like I, like there's people, and there's also people who we've discussed, like they're taking this free handout. There's people that to them, this is a free handout who jumped on it quick early, who I told you, like, like how it, how it angered me. And it's like, yo, like, they, like even, like, yo, like, I'm going to milk that shit as long as I can. I'm not going back to work. Nigga, they call me, nigga, I'm going to stay unemployed. Nigga, you know? That's not how it works. You get called, you go, nigga. Like, you're the reason why the country's like it is. Why, why they don't want this to go? You're a prime example. Like, someone said that. And you can guess without even naming names. Said, I'm not going to go back to work. If they call me back, I'm going to make $600 more than I make. A grown-ass man. You can guess without needing to guess. We don't say names on there. Hey, Kelsey. <laughs> hey, girl. He, he, he's not going to know that one. He's, he's there? He, he was, but he's not going to remember it like we remember it. It's, he He's sitting there racking his brain, bro. Like, you know him. He, you got to whisper to me my ear off the air. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There you go, Skip. You, you good? You good? Yeah, Get yeah. your mic adjusted. Just help him. Help him out there. But people are doing this, man, and it's like, yo, people are not at work for a minute, man. Like people, the country's in in more turmoil than people realize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! This, now, now, remember, now it's coming back to me. Hey, Kelsey. <laughs> hey, girl. But it's a <laughs> it's All a right. but that's there are people who this is their mindset like yo fuck this if you're gonna give me this and I could sit at home and do what I've always wanted to do which is whatever play video games surf the internet whack my dick all day to porn like people you're giving them the option to do whatever the fuck they want to do and you, people don't need that option like people like yo there's people that are right now. I'm pretty sure a game plan and coming up with a gate to gambit the system with these states reopening that are going to lose this. Like, yo, that don't want to go back to work because you've been sitting at home on your ass. I would love nothing more than to go back to my schedule. Work. I, I miss work so much. I like the schedule. I'm tired of playing video games. And my routine. That's, I'm, I'm from the military, so that's, that's, those, are, those are important things to me. Schedule, structure, routine. Right now, I am so... Undisciplined in life. I'm so structureless. I'm a rudderless boat. I'm all over the place, bro. Yeah. One night I'll be up till 5 a.m. The next night I'm in bed by 12. I'm taking naps some days. Some days I'm stoned all day. I'm eating edibles. I take naps all the time to begin with. You know I always take naps. I always my schedule. I I take take naps. naps. I I take naps frequently, but I was getting out of the habit of it. I don't know how. uh, And I really think it was uh, when I got my ass kicked during some, uh, not summer. But uh, my winter schedule at work when I was working the uh, when I was doing the nine shows in five days, I was doing four doubles Shit. in five days, and I just that, yo, that was my nap. That those were days like I, you knew I would give. Like, we would leave from hey, Good Morning hey, Bushwick. Welcome to the show, buddy. <laughs> it was. I mean, I did. I mean, I did good for that. I mean, I, I knew yo, I got, I got, hey. I got blessed for that. Nigga just got paid. 
Not like I wasn't getting paid for this shit, nigga. Like I was happy, nigga. Like when, and then like when I was coming from y'all, coming from me to y'all, like on Wednesday, like and I'm there, I'm getting overtime there some days. Like, yeah, I'm not complaining, bro. Like, I love that schedule. It's just, it was just, it was it's, it's tough. Like, but even, because of that, I lost my my. Like I, I I stopped taking naps, and then when my schedule went back to regular, I'm like, why am I not napping? Oh, cause I was I was at work all those fucking days for fucking like eight weeks <laughs> during this time, and my body adjusted to it. And it like, listen, it is a known fact on Broadway. If Lorenzo works a double, he takes a nap. Mm-hmm. That is that is fact. I just started getting into naps. Hey, it, I remember it, you you saw that meme. I'm, I posted it a while ago, but there's a meme I posted. It said, "Dear naps." Sorry, I was such a dick to you as a kid. <laughs> One thing that I can't say about this entire situation is that if it wasn't for my daughter, I would have fucking lost it, bro. Like, her, that's a schedule that just I have to adapt to every fucking day because she just keeps growing, bro. And that, that gets age, me out remember, of bed. I remember at that age. See, now Dylan's 10, so... You know, I don't have to be up with him. He can make his own waffles, his own cereal and shit. Like, I don't wake up with him at all. <laughs> like, he'll be up at 9 o'clock. I sleep till 12. Like, he knows what he's doing. But, like, when they're that young, they definitely on their schedule. And you have to be up with them and, you know, pay attention to them. Because, you know, at that age, walking around, they're just touching again to stuff. And then that's not going to lead nothing good. Well, actually, quick story. One time. I was working, I was tired, and I was full dozing in and out of consciousness asleep. And it's just me and Dylan at the house. And this is when he had long hair. This fool, he had to be about maybe three, four years old. This fool cut some of his braids. <laughs> and to this day, I never hear about the end of it from his mother. Like, he brings up. <laughs> Like that that was like a bad moment in parenting oh, for me. Shit. <laughs> like what what had, does does he understand what's going on in the world right now? Um well Dylan Dylan's uh he's a very <coughs> smart kid already. And you know, his school's his school is very progressive. He goes to private school, so um and they're very progressive and very very inclusive, but it is private school though. And um like when uh the gardener, uh Eric Gardner uh, that when that happened, um, his mother took him to a protest in, um, in Union Square. And I also had contact, like, it's one of those early protests and, you know, the peaceful one, whatever. And, um, and I had, she had a conversation with him and I had a conversation with him about cops and good cops and bad cops and things that might happen and whatnot. And uh, that's like, what, four, three, four years ago? And, you know, today, well, not today, uh, this week, because I've been having him, um, being that I don't work and she's home, whatever. I had him for a week. She has him for a week. That's the way we've been doing yeah. it uh, since this went down. So, um, you know, he came to the house this week, and she doesn't watch the news a lot over there. So I, I, I watch the news a lot all the time. So it's always on just, like, in the background. And I explained to him, you know, what's going on. Like, he already knew what was up, but I had to reiterate the things to him about what's going on and why it's happening. And, um, you know, just to to keep him informed and up to date and, and whatnot. Even with his classes now, with his school, like they're doing the learning, they have uh, this thing 
they they have the different Zoom rooms sometimes like they have they won't have class like uh, on the Zoom mm-hmm. and they email us and ask permission of course and they have this thing uh children of color um and they and they discuss these things in there as well but I've been telling them I've been putting them on I just don't get like he's 10 years old so I can't give him the full but I give him enough that he can hand, that I think he can handle and you know as he gets older I will increase the dosage yeah and let him know but i, I let him know like when i got gun uh not gun when i uh when craig and jeffrey got guns pulled on them at the at the other end of the playground one summer day or when i got stopped walking across the street to the corner store by the police from my from the corner store to across the street i got stopped by police and he asked me questions and i answered his questions without getting too in depth but he knows exactly dylan's woke he knows what's going on like I don't have to. I don't have to worry about that. Me I, and his mother, we both keep him informed. I I just want to say I, I despise that term woke man. I feel like it's been hijacked and co opted. I, I I don't like the term woke, but if the if, if the in the general sense that it was initially, Dylan for his age, I say is woke, but that overall term is just drops me off the wall. Yeah, just like uh, people with uh, energy, yeah, or your vibe. That shit pissed like you yeah. know, bad vibes. What the? F- Everybody uses energy and vibe. Like stop, please. It's just I, 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 I feel, I, I feel, I feel it's, it's, it's cross I feel it's cross for shizzle territory. Like <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Oh man, I almost said I freaking dare you on that. He drops for shizzle. Like that. That's, but, that's what it's crossed now, and but it's annoying me. I yeah. mean, we've seen, and, and the ironic thing about these protests is. They're all for, you know, injustice, police brutality. And you're seeing police respond to it with brutality. Yeah. How ironic is that that you go to a police brutality protest and be and get brutalized, brutalized by the police? You're gassed. You're shot with pepper spray let pellets. Me, let me say this, too. Um, I have a lot of police friends, a lot of people I care about. That a lot of police. people. I, I, I and, have no. And, and you know, I. I get into this, I wouldn't say argument. We go back and forth. Like my homeboy, one of my homeboys, he uh, he had posted something on um, Instagram on, I guess that's like last Friday, where the uh, thing went down in Brooklyn when they burned the, uh, when they burned the paddy the wagon yeah, the and whatnot. And he posted something. I, I came back, um, like I didn't come back like hard or any hard words because that's my friend. And he, he called me as soon as I posted what I posted. It was a very, you know what I mean? No, it's an intellectual post or whatever, and I got some things out. As soon as I posted that, like three minutes later, my phone's ringing. It's him, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't know what to expect. What he's gonna say? And when he picks up, when uh, when I pick up the phone, he's like, Yo, what's up? He's like, My brother, that's why I love you. See, that's you. You could give a good, smart debate. We could always have a good, smart debate on. And, and me and him proceeded to talk about the police and what they do, and how he polices and and whatnot. We spoke about this for like 45 minutes. Me and him on, he just like he immediately called me after that, and we spoke about it. So yes, there are police out there that will listen. And actually, he he's of Hispanic descent, so he knows what's up. He grew up in the Bronx, like he knows. And even like they they know what's up, but you know I understand they're doing the job as well. But also, they have their friends out there that's in that locker room that are those guys who didn't say they're some some of them are not to that extent. I don't want to equate them with those guys who were just saying nothing there, 
but saying nothing about the small things that they they say in the locker rooms and stuff like that. Even yeah. even like you heard that that shit I posted. On, oh, uh, the the, the when the they were over the air, like you say, like you don't condemn it. You say don't say that over there. Don't put that over there. Uh, where we're blocked by protesters on uh, and they were. I mean, they were in the hood. Where were they? Like they said, crack, somewhere Albany and Dean. Yeah, like they was. They was in. Like they was. They was like there. Like they were in the hood, and you're surrounded. Cool. You're a cop. Your windows are bulletproof. You know, after what happened to those two officers, unfortunately, in the sty, mm-hmm. at least they bulletproofed those windows. Mm-hmm. You have that at least. So there's that. Um, when they said, you know, it was surrounded, hit those motherfuckers. Shoot them. Don't put that over the air. Don't put that over the air. Like, just it's just like I said. And, and has You're much not as saying, you, like, yo, who is this? Like, you know, it, sounds like, it sounds like the chat room when you're playing multiplayer. Yeah. Duty. And it's like, we said this, you, you said this and you spoken about it. Ad nauseum, but it's definitely it's a culture thing within within that department. Not even not that department. In, not even in NYPD. The, within it's police, the police culture. culture, it's police culture in this country. I, I I don't know how policing is across the world. I've only dealt with police in the United States of America, mainly the NYPD. I've dealt with a couple of other police forces, uh, and one thing I frequently stress when I deal with the NYPD is that I have never dealt with a police officer of Caucasian descent who has treated me condescendingly. I have felt like white police officers have always given me more benefit of the doubt than officers who look like me. I have frequently said it. Let's take, for example, that night uh, I got bagged pissing on 40 Deuce. White officer and rookie, he's training, like, like young, looks Hispanic cop, and... Like he's training. Her. I guess he just got moved to the to the plain clothes detail. He bags me. Yo, he tells me like, dude, the whole time is being cool with me. He's like, yo, I know I got bag peeing. Now, like I saw it around his neck. We saw him walking over. Like, yo, this dude. Once he said, yeah, and the whole thing happened outside. Uh, what and then something happened outside the police, and they didn't, the, the event got shut down for who we went there for. Something always happened to BB <laughs> Kings. But these were like kids from Queens. Like they were kids, like a like a skater rap group. Dude, it was crazy. I've run. There's been. There's a time when I ran in BB Kings, not even being there or working, and I helped them pull guys out and like just it gets wild over at BB Kings. Well, used to BB Kings doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been closed like two years now, almost probably more. Um, but let's take that night for example. That cop was exceedingly patient. He was cool. I knew I was wrong. I knew he caught me. He knew he knew I knew he caught me. He walked me upstairs, gave me the ticket. The whole time asked me, yo, you know, you got to pee. I'll, you know, I walk you upstairs, take you so you don't got to pay for the fare. I'm like, nah, man, I got it out. It's just, you saw how many trains came by. It took forever. There's no bathroom. He's like, yeah, I understand it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the process of that, when the underage drinkers got bagged and Caucasians. Now, this is a Caucasian cop dealing with young Caucasian girls. And they were being assholes to him, and he was like, "You know what? Inside now, you now you calling your parents." Like I was like, "Holy shit!" He was like, "You good?" I'm like, "I'm good, chief. Thank you." And I was like, "Shit!" Like you, you and Brennan were there with me. I'm like, "Holy shit!" That 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 that's good. I was like, "That escalated quickly," but that's just the way it goes, man. When I'm dealt with the NYPD, I'm sorry, man. It's been officers who look like me who've treated me the worst every time. Every time, I'm sorry. And um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's usually, uh, sad to say, it's usually uh, the minority officers who, I, I don't know because I've never been a cop, you know, I've, I've been in the military, so I, I know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Marine, so I know, I know the culture, I know how it is, because I've been in these, like I live with these, I actually live with these people, like we live together, we shower, shit, shave together, so I, I, I know the culture of, of, of how it is. But you know, it's it's always it feels like um, I hate to say it, and I'm gonna say it. It feels like minority officers. They, I guess they they're looking to gain more credibility or acceptance from their white counterparts. So they they exacerbate situations and overact in those situations. I guess to seem tougher or tougher on. On Perps their own, or tough on their own, or whatever. And or I'm not sure what they're I don't looking see, for. Or to say, but I don't see color in my policing. That's that's what, and that's what usually happens. And is it, and it's kind of like a balance because you know while they're doing that, like he said, like the white officers are more cordial with you, so it kind of balances it out. I guess, which is kind of like it's it's a weird thing to say. Like I know a lot of people who haven't had good encounters with white officers. Yeah, like a it. lot of our friends. Like even I mean, we've had them run down on us in the yard, and I mean, them not be completely the cordial, but at least we knew we were fucking up. They knew we were fucking up, huh? What you said? Yeah, yeah. Like, interaction from the beginning. Your interaction with them will set the tone. And if they come out like dicks, you're probably gonna be a dick too. And then y'all both are dicks, but he has the power. This dickhead has the power to lock you up and pick a choose or something. So, I mean, I hate to say it too, but sometimes you just have to act in that situation as well. Like just I tell know. I tell him all the time, bro. Like when I deal with a cop real fast, it becomes yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Like nah. Like, I mean, I turn into yes and master real quick. And even still, like I said, I know it's only 50-50 on, and it's dependent on how that cop is feeling because you hold the power in the situation. I hold no power here. Only power I hold is hopefully the power not to get my ass beat or killed. And even then, that power is all in your hands. But see, that's the thing. See, that, see for, for people who's listening who don't get it, play that part for their friends. This little, little stop with the officers the, the worst case scenario for me is death. Okay? This is what that is about right there. The worst possible outcome. And that there's still that that's an outcome with, with a no likelihood is higher than you think. Than you think. No matter playing playing it right, doing what you told. <clears throat> so I need both of you guys' opinions on the NFL issuing that apology. <laughs> Can I take this first, please? The apology is a bunch of motherfucking bullshit. Fuck the NFL. And right now, I'm really having, I'm having serious um, concerns in my head right now, and it really hurts me because you know how much I love fantasy football. Like, if I could, I would shoot fantasy football intravenously. Like, <laughs> that's how much I love it. That's a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that NFL, that that shit is so bu so much bullshit because like this is the like cat like, like taking the knee. Oh, now we support our players. Like how like, this motherfucker? Uh, I said Ka in Kaepernick the beginning, looks so I said good. That. History will look down on him so greatly 
because he was coming up with this shit three years ago. This is exactly what Cap, and it was a peaceful protest. No, now's not the time. It's about the flag. No, don't disrespect the soldiers. Don't but like disrespect. I said, it's not fucking about it wasn't, that. It wasn't an Navy SEAL. It was an Army Ranger. It was an Army Ranger he met, and he uh, and he said, you know, taking the knee is a way to respect the fallen comrades. Instead of like, Colin Kaepernick, the first time he did he sat on his ass on the bench. Like, yeah. that was the first time he did it. And then afterwards, it became the big blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and then he decided to take the knee. And he continued to take the knee. Another place took the knee or put the fist up. Um, and it's just, you know, when you have, um, first off, the NFL, man, when I saw the video first and Joe put it out, I was, uh, we were eating. So I didn't know the NFL had taken a video. I had seen it on one of the news stations first. And I was like, holy shit, I heard there was a video. But now here goes said video. Um, now for like now you see it like come on like you, you you've had players talking about it. you had players talking about coaches for how have we heard how long have we heard these things and it takes this like for me this is an empty apology man for me it's like I said even it's meaningless with the, it's with the cops kneeling the optics of it you just had a cop kneel on a man's neck and kill him and now it's okay for you to kneel in solidarity when the man who knelt to protest on injustice. And knelt as a way to not sit down on his ass by someone who said, hey, that is a little disrespectful to, you know, me and my comrades who did fight and fall for this flag. And even, I want to ask you this on air, you're a United States Marine, you know, did you, did you join the United States Marine Corps to fight for the freedoms of this country for us to either, you know, pick that, have the right to pick or choose that or for everybody to have to blindly salute old glory? Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you... Um, Fighting for, I fight, I definitely fought for those rights for you to pick and choose what you want to do. But I will tell you this, uh, when I was, um, when I was deployed and then when I came back and that first ball game that I went to and, you know, I, I stood up and they played the national anthem and like, I actually like had tears and like, I felt something for it that I never felt before. And I guess that's, you know, being deployed. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're coming back, how you're going to come back. You know what I mean? And I felt like, you know what I mean? Like, son, I've never, ever felt before. Like, listen to that national anthem. Like, I mean, I love getting to the ball game and in got, time for the national anthem. And, you know, and I felt something special about it. But as it pertains to this, now I look at it differently. I was very young. I was a lot younger back then. But now I look at it a little bit differently. Because I do see all these injustices, and this is exactly what Cap was fucking talking about the whole fucking time. And now it's, oh, we see now. Oh, we're sorry. And you can't even mention the man's name in your statement or say, Callan Kaepernick, we apologize. We apologize to our players. No, apologize to, to Cap. Cap is the one who... Uh, he he was he was he's a dual threat quarterback. Just went to the Super Bowl, almost got a ring. Like you can't tell me he's not good enough to be in the fucking league. And you guys fucking blackballed him for something that you're apologizing for now. And oh, we're behind the black community. No, fuck that. Eat a dick. Listen, apologize to Cap, man. Apologize to Cap. That's what I want to see. A lot of people say he's a say bad things about Cap. Say what you want about Cap, but Cap was forward thinking in this movement. He was the first one. He was. When yeah, we come I, I to mean, this, not the first one, civil right? Don't get my words twisted. I'm when we come to no. this, he was the first one. No, nobody's, no, no, nobody's going to do that. But when it comes to Cap, you know my feelings on the situation with how it went down this season, uh, especially on the Saturday, to think that was going to go any good. That's just 
I don't just be on the point, but where Cap is now, where he should be, the way he's viewed in this league, the way people still talk about him, the way people still want to trash his jersey, trash him, and it it shows. Right now, you're seeing why. You're seeing the whole why of what it was about, and everyone sees it. And there are people that still do not get the point. Point, and but like 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 case in point, Drew Brees, who's now issued what three apologies. He's now issued three apologies, two in the same day, two in the same day, and he hit up Donald Trump publicly. He, yo, listen, he's, he definitely, added 45. he's definitely trying to get his credibility back by hitting that by adding forty five. He that took. I'm not gonna lie, it took it took some guts for him to do that, but he's in a he's in a deep hole here, and he 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 needs to. This is him digging his way out. So I just want to bring up one thing that we was talking about on the way over here. Candace Owens. I don't know how true it is that she can Mike Pence several dicks. told her. Let's come to Candace Owens in a second. I want to stick on Drew Brees for a second. Because Drew Brees has been the cornerback in New Orleans since when, 2005? He went there right after Katrina. So you firsthand saw what a predominantly, a predominantly, I'm sorry to say it, a lower class like uh, areas. Like you saw what happened to those like lower income areas that were inhabited by predominantly blacks. You saw that firsthand. You see the damage. And this city's been behind you. You've been a champion for this. But you don't understand the plights of blacks. And you live in New Orleans post-Katrina. You've been there 15 fucking years. And the first fucking thing you say when they ask you, uh, I don't think anyone should disrespect the fact. Uh, when I see it, I don't like it. You know what that was called for? I think these niggas don't need to be talking. That's what he said. You said that, and I think of... Also, while we're on Drew, the Laura, uh, what Laura Ingram said, remember what she said about yeah, like, you LeBron, saw the LeBron, shut up and uh, dribble. He should uh, just shut up and dribble. Drew Brees is a patriot, you know, a Christian it's his right to say it. I she think it's eat, kind of. Also, kind I like to say she could eat several dicks too. But you know, it shows the flip floppiness of it, like, and it shows it. Drew, like Drew several. Brees, you like the the people you've played around, like what you've seen, bro. Yeah, you, you, like yeah, you lived in New Orleans unless you're that fucking blind. Unless you're that blind, and all you see these guys for is, hey, this is my fast black receiver. This is my tall black receiver. This is my <laughs> this is my mixed race tight end who's really tall and and he, he kind of goes into the slot. He's a bit of a ginger. This <laughs> my fast slot, like little little bit of black receiver. You know, here's my older black tight end. That's all you see them as. If you don't see them as anything else, here's my black defensive players. That's all you see them as. I'm not saying that as a joke. It comes off funny. You know, my, my inflections come off as that. But that's all. If you didn't understand the plights of blacks in this country when you lived in New Orleans, you lived in New Orleans for 15 fucking years post-Katrina. How don't you understand it? How, how don't you understand the plights of blacks? It's bullshit. The entire NFL. Let's talk about the plantation mentality some of your owners have. That good old boys club. Let's talk about how you just had to have incentives. You had to tell your clubs, hey, we'll give you a draft pick if you hire a black coach. Somebody hire a black head coach, we'll give you draft picks. Come on, guys. Come on, man. That, that, that was like a, 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 the, the rule change, right? You'll get like a third round supplemental, like a, comp a compensatory pick. Whoever hires a black head coach, that'll be the new thing. <laughs> to, increase, to increase black hires or uh, not black, but... Uh, it's, oh my god! I hate that. I it, hate her. It, it, it's crazy, but let's She's talk annoying. about that. That you just had to do that. Let's talk about that shit. Yeah, of course. There, there, there's definitely a disparity. We know this, 
We know this. Van and, and Joseph went. What he went? What did Van Joseph go? His one year's head coach in in uh, in, uh, in, in uh, Denver, eight and eight, eight and eight, and got fired. One year, eight and eight, and got fired. Five hundred gets you fired. Meanwhile, well, actually, you know what? I mean, how long was this motherfucker? Hugh uh, Jackson. No. No, not Hugh Jackson. Uh, uh, Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. So we we can't we can't say no. No, we can't. We can't. We cannot. We cannot. Marvin Lewis. Ran I mean that franchise. But even then, how many? That was when you had what? How many black? That was like a a chunk of the black head coaches in the league were in that division. Yeah, you had Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, him, Hugh Jackson. Who else was in the league as a black head coach? Jim Caldwell been fired. Tony Dungy's out of the league. Anthony Lynn hadn't been hired yet. Uh, what's his name? We we had Todd Bowles for a little while. Todd Bowles out of league back as a defensive coordinator. Romeo Cornell never got another head coaching job. How many fucking jobs? How bad of a coach has Charlie Weiss proven himself to be? And he could keep getting jobs. Head coach jobs. Charlie Weiss is the epitome of, of a coach who... Simply, I mean, even Rex Ryan hasn't gotten another job. And Rex Ryan is a superior coach compared to Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss is supposed to be this offensive genius and could never figure it out, even in college. When did the Black Coach Initiative start? Uh, recently. Yeah, it's all recently. about this shit. This shit started? No, like no, no, a, little no, bit, a couple of weeks this. ago. This is a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And like this is like, let's talk about this NFL. Come on, man. Like, yeah. they know what's up, bro. Like, what, what was it? Uh, Rob McNair, uh, owner of the Houston Texans. It looks like when you have these guys doing this, taking knees, nobody, it looks like you're letting the inmates run the asylum. Inmates are running the prison. You're calling the guys who make you guys billionaires, collectively, inmates in the prison. That's thing, your mentality. But also, the thing is... Uh even though the league is mostly made up, I say NFL is more made up of black is made up of mostly black players. Uh, they they definitely are the majority. The but power structure is completely. It's not. it's all it's not like the way the the NBA the players run that shit. Like the commissioner listens to the players. Uh, the MLB they got a nice union, but you know what I mean it's not many black people there. Either. It's not, but, but major league players baseball the major league baseball union players union. union runs that runs that shit. Yeah. And in football is the only sport where, where you put your bodies on the line the way they do, and they have such little say so as to what happens and what goes on, and it's wild to me. And somehow they need to take back their power. I think that video that they that they did uh, with all the players, that video that they did, yeah, I think that video was a great start. But they need to take back. They're like like uh like Trump was saying, they need to dominate. They need to dominate bro. the field. Dominate like you guys, that shit. Patrick there's no Mahomes, NFL like, There's them. no there's no players that I'm sorry. There's no pipeline players. Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, uh, who else? Eric Crouch. We've seen these quarterbacks. These quarterbacks who have similar skill sets to black quarterbacks who've gotten the chance before these black quarterbacks and not done it. And everyone was saying Lamar Jackson should be a fucking a wide receiver or a running back, and he just won MVP. Shout Patrick out to Mahomes. Lamar Johnson. Patrick Mahomes. Wow, they're crazy for jumping up there. Who they? Who the? Uh, who, who went before? Mitchell Trubisky, Trubisky. went too. Trubisky. Deshaun Watson Mitchell, fell in Mitchell, that draft. Don't call me Mitch Trubisky. Deshaun Watson fell to the second round in that draft, right? 
No, nah, he didn't go. I think he oh, went in the first round. He went in the first but round. He went, after he, went, he went after Trubisky. He went after him too. But still, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. No, no, no. Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trubisky. Who the fuck are you? You you haven't achieved anything. Don't call me Mitch. Yeah, and and no, but I'm, I'm. Let's be honest with it. How many more? Let's be honest here, NFL. Let's be honest here, NFL. Let's talk about this. How long did it take black quarterbacks to get to where they are? Because you said oh, wow, that skill set will never translate to that position. You need and what are the work the work leadership, smarts, the brain. The, they always try to bring up the wonderlick test. They always leak these scores, the wonderlick test. Mm-hmm. You never hear about some of these party boys, do these party boy quarterbacks. But but Vince Young score got leaked. It's like a. It's kind of like the two. It's like a. It's kind of like an aptitude IQ test. It's just for how players? for the players. It's like how fast your uh, reaction to it. You can take patterns. It's simple shit. It's simple shit. Like, do you remember uh, when Madden had the superstar mode when they first put it in, and you had to do the whole draft process, and you had to answer like ten questions. You had to answer. Those were sample wonderlick questions. And what does that do? That it just. It, that increases your overall on the shit. No, it's just like it's an evaluation. It's, just, it's the evaluation of that's it. what you, they do. They, like yeah. you run the forty, you do yeah, the yeah, bench yeah. press, you do the broad. It's jump. like a mental evaluation. How yeah. you, the, 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 they don't time it, but I, I, no, the test is timed. Yeah, but your answers are still, you know, what your answers are, and they they, they look at it, and it's just it's just patterns, like simple shit. Just oh. a quick side note: you remember that WWE released a bunch of wrestlers, right? Well, I heard that they offering them contracts again at a fraction of the price. Vince McMahon's a scumbag, bro. I no longer, I can't. That's, a, that's another sport. I don't watch wrestling anymore, so I don't care. I can't. Like, wrestling's so garbage. You know what's crazy? I was watching the other day. Uh, I, I checked out some of Hobbs and Shaw. I was flipping through channels. I saw, like, hey, what's going on here? I see the rocks and it like, goes back to Hawaii. And I see, uh, what's his name? Uh, I always forget the actor's name, man. But he was in uh, *Fear the Walking Dead*. He played uh, he played uh, he played Smiley in *Training Day*. Where'd you get this? Oh, the dude. Yeah, he's he's like he had the real crazy he's accent. A, he's, he's a, a he's, father yeah, in, in, uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The dude who when he, yeah, he, oh, you get, the, the way he, he the one he, when he put he the is, shotgun in his face he is racially ambiguous. He plays so many different yo so many roles, so many different ethnicities and everything across the board. That's what they call the free or die hard. He was in yeah. that too. Yes, I was, I was trying to think of something you would know him in. There you go. I was yeah. sitting here thinking something you know him in, so I can get him out. But he's in that. Rock shows up and just because you brought WWE, and I see you know the Usos. Roman Reigns in the background. <laughs> all of all his cousins. Yeah, they're all his he cousins. The I'm like, they all getting some money. Yeah, in the movie, but no talking lines. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nigga, is that Roman Reigns? Why is Roman Reigns here? And I see the other side. I was like, nigga, is that the Usos? Why the Usos? And they get Uso. Like, they get, like, keep calling him Uso. I was like, it has to mean something there. But like, it's like, it's like Jesus Christ. But it's just the, even like when you have The Rock come on and say something, when you have everyone, just everyone across By the way, The Rock's, I think his thing that he said was the best and very well. I'm not saying he was acting in it, but it's very well acted. <laughs> like he, yo, The Rock is the truth. He's going to run for presidency one day, watch. He is. He is. The Rock, it, like, that, 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 that was a great, 
I'm not saying it was a. I don't want to say it was a. Performance. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see what he said. I don't want to say it was a performance I, because I, he said I, 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 I know for sure he was sincere. But that was that. That was a great performance. Like you look at that and you want to stand up and clap afterwards. I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't see what he said. Was. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see anything, so I, I can't say. It. I just heard he said phenomenal. Something. Phenomenal. Um, but it just shows, man, across this country, man, and everyone, everyone's seeing it, but except certain people, man, and it's it's showing, man, and the light's being shined on them. Uh, those people uh, that march in Belmore and Long Island, that was disgusting. These people, a lot, you know, a lot of these people come into the city for work. They come into the city for dinners. These, mm-hmm. these are the people you Long Island Road. from the Broadway shows. Yes. Like I told, like I told, uh, when, last time I went up to Vela's, uh, when I took the bus, and uh, I went to go chill. And we were gonna hang out. Uh, when I was waiting, Port Authority was just a little bit before I saw people getting on the bus, getting off of work. There's just a bag standing there. Line starts moving. Nobody's there. I walk around the bag. Guy comes out of nowhere, and I told him some big, like not bigger, a little taller than me, but older Irish guy. And he's like, "I guess stupidity runs wild here, huh?" It's like you leave a bag unattended in the middle of a fucking bus terminal, and you're calling me stupid, you fucking dumbass. I, yeah, when I saw it sitting there, honestly, I was tempted to just man. But if I call the cops, then we all nobody's getting on the bus. If I if I see because I see something, if I say something, none of us get on the bus. <laughs> I just walked around it like, hey, it's not my problem. Everybody everybody else sees this back here. Wherever this guy went, he just thought this is gonna hold my place. Line started moving. I went around. Dude says something. I still got up before him. We got on the bus. Still looking. I'm like, what? Well, say something, pussy. Uh, this is going up to Vela's crib. Though. Like, you got to take the bus from Port Authority, one of the short line buses, uh, like Rockland Coach. Um, it is quite the ride. Yeah. It, it, it's a fun ride. If you you got you to get the express bus. <laughs> one thing I'm going to say, and it's probably going to be one of the last things that I say, I, I just lost a lot of friends. I saw a lot of people, like, they had, like, true racism in their fucking heart, bro. And they weren't even talking about shit that was happening. They was just being racist. Like openly racist, bro, and that, you know what, what happened with you the other day? That that shit turned your stomach when you was having that conversation. Like I got nauseous when I was seeing all this shit, and it's a goddamn shame, bro. It's a goddamn shame. Listen, uh, it is, uh, and people use. Uh, I mean, closeted race. I won't say closeted racism, but I, I don't know what to describe. But they're trying to say the looters. Like people only want to address the loot. The looter, you're not addressing the like the cause of it. The, the, again, the, the looters, the looters. Again, right, the looters. It's all the looters. Instagram is wonderful because I came. I saw that post that I came across, and it said uh, pretty much um, if uh, you you you. you Matter of fact, let me look at my phone. God, you talk. Yeah. I'm gonna look at my phone. I'm and gonna like, quote it verbatim. The, the people, like, all right, the people that keep bringing up the, the looting to me are the most telling. And the people that the, the all lives matter folk. Go ahead. You found it. Yeah. It says uh, the the meme I posted said, if a small percentage of looting rioters discredits the entire movement, then what does a small percentage percentage of bad cops do? Now, if Apply the same logic. If that's the logic you want to lose, apply the same logic. But we know it not to be true. So, yes, we know there are people looting. No, we don't agree with them. But don't say, oh, y'all looting that, that all of a sudden. Burning young cities doing this. So, what does that, that mean with the, with the three, four cops that, that did what they did? Now your whole fucking PD's bad. If you want to apply that same logic, which I know not to be true, so I don't. But. Some people do, and they don't see it. That's the problem. That's exactly why people are marching. That's why there's an uprising here. You remember they had the, uh, they called it, what, the Arab Spring, 
when you yeah. had all those protests. I'm really this like, is the keep, American spring. <laughs> they keep saying no, nah, they keep saying the American summer. Like it's like guys, it's not summer yet. Like got a couple more days to get there. Yeah. I mean this is this is an they uprising. They keep saying now. That. And it's I mean I mean when we, we when we recorded, uh B asked me were there any states not participating or any states that hadn't yo, I got home and like I sent you both the, the, the shit. I'm like, yo, sorry guys. North Dakota, South Dakota did have protests. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I just I, I wanna address it. I'm not sure how much time we got, but I just wanna say one one of my main concerns and I was thinking about this the other day and I was talking with uh with Brian about it. And um one of my main concerns is what happens what happens if he gets re- reelected or worse what happens if he doesn't and he i don't think he's going to be willing to see power peacefully like the way that, it's gone the way it's gone for hundreds of fucking years in this country it has to then you have listen if this man fairly loses this election i know like i said We've had the going back and forth, and I even wanted, I even wanted, we forgot to touch on Joe Biden. We haven't talked about Candace Owens fucking squirrel faced ass either. Um, I hate that old stupid bitch. Um, but here's the thing: I don't expect him to win for a while. Like I said it in the beginning, I said everybody prepare yourself for four. I said prepare yourself for four. Realistically, get prepared for eight. Honestly, we haven't had a single term president in a while. I think Joe Biden almost threw himself, you know, away with, with his comments, with what he did. Um, this was a perfect chance for him to come back to uh, to fix it, to try to right this ship. Um, but I also... Just don't fuck it up, Joe. Yeah, but we also... You're taking, it's like taking the open book test, bro. <laughs> it's like, you like, I mean, Seriously, it, it really is, but like, there's Seriously, anyone, bro. we've seen it happen. We saw it happen. Of course. Of we've course, seen it happen course, before. We saw, And I, I told you this, we I were here know. in 2016. That is what I'm and, fearful of. And this is what I'm also, I keep trying to tell people. Right now, even with, you have to realize Joe Biden still has problems with his policies with some stuff. You cannot look to force him down people's thoughts right now. He is still the better option. But like, let's not pretend like a couple a couple weeks ago, Joe Biden threw his campaign down the down the drain with his. Well, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. If it was any other candidate that he has run against, yes, he would be toast. But he's run against. But again, 45. but again. This man should have been toast in 2016, and, and we're here. And I said this, this to is you. true, too. We saw this already. We've been here already. We've been we've here read before. This book, yes. We, we've seen this chapter. We would like, we're, we're living the, the remake right now, where this is 2016 remake, hashtag 2020. How are we going to fuck this year up even worse? Like as crazy a year of 2016 yeah, was. Like this is that's the finale. That's the yeah. that's the serious finale to 2020 is the election. That is the serious finale. It's a great buildup and it's great reality TV. And that's Yo, just what fucking 45 it's, loves. It's I, I honestly don't know, man. Like this, he's clearly the not not the guy, not the choice. But are the people who see it going to actually go out and vote and do their thing? And then I tell you, I also said this to you, and it's something I talked to Alex about, because he, you know, we talk about voting a lot. And it's like people have to realize you don't vote every four years. You vote yearly, annually, to fix the issues in your community. And people don't think that. People think that all the issues that get fixed around the nation come from the president, and that's not how it goes. That's not how it goes, and people need to learn that. And I think people need to learn their power and actually learn about their parties, their candidates. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. This this country shouldn't be how it is, but because the fact that people are so fractured, so split, even amongst the party lines. The Republican Party is not all backing him. 
the Democratic Party can't get it together. Even both parties are split. This country it's is a split. fractured time. It's in a the fractured nation. nation. And I mean, people, we're all looking at this. The world's looking at us. If we give the world as a nation four more years of him, the world's been laughing at America for far longer than we realize. Yeah, Americans if you want to be upset with something, if you want to be upset, if you if you if you people want to be upset with something, don't be upset with kneeling at the flag. Why don't you be upset that our country's a fucking laughing stock around the world? I don't. I, I mean, I, I struggle to still call us a superpower. Sorry. There was a time when American, you know, American superpower, American exceptionalism was a thing, and now it's not. It's not. You go you go abroad and you feel ashamed. My friends have told me that. My friend I haven't traveled out of the country recently, but my friends told me like people they're American and people look at them yeah. like they're and fucking no, people they're they know the State Department issues travel alerts. They tell you certain certain places if you travel, don't look or act like an American. If you travel certain places abroad, the State Department has to tell you that. They even say some people traveling, even the nice ones, don't wear like jerseys, don't wear hat, like uh, baseball caps that say a lot of crazy shit. Like they, they tell you that. Like it's wild. They just don't like Americans. They don't, not that they don't like Americans, it's just that Americans don't have a great representation to the world overall. Because America represents America in the mainstream here, and we see it as people here representing us and telling us what we're doing. The world sees America for what America truly is. And did the you people you that throw that away billions, millions of pounds of food a year. You remember that video of the, uh, I forgot what conference or summit they were at, and I, is the Prime Minister of Canada? Oh, Trudeau, and like Germany and somewhere Germany else in and France, France. Macron, and, and Trudeau, just, and somebody else. And they're just laughing at stupid 40, at ass clown 45, that's what I like to call them. They're laughing at him, and they pick up this conversation like of them making fun of this dumbass, and that's pretty much the worldview of us, making fun of us because we're dumbasses. We allowed this man to ascend to the highest office in our land, and half of the country truly backs his beliefs and believes that he's leading America back to something great, and people believe this. this and even I said American exceptionalism a second ago. Like people have to realize the world doesn't believe that. You look at America's worldview around the world. I mean, people don't believe in the American dream the same way. People don't believe America is the land of the home and the free. They believe we're a show a lot. A lot of people do. And it's why a lot of people have the problems they do with the nation. And I mean, until Americans realize that and understand that fully then they won't understand the problems here, man. And even still, you, you, you'll you never understand those problems if you don't want to get rid of your belief or your dream of what you think this nation is, man, because clearly it's something different, and you're seeing it. You're seeing the officers sworn to protect, sworn to protect and serve, brutalized for peaceful protest. I mean... It's, it's, a, it's a crazy world we're living in, man. There's something I want to touch on we didn't hear, and that's the, the, the people who have descended these uh, protests and the chaos. We're living in a curfew in New York City. A lot of states uh, have curfews. Major cities across the nation have curfews. Um, when these protests have descended into chaos, there's been a brick thrown from point-blank range at an NYPD lieutenant's head, 
they're saying a lot of these bottles are filled with cement. They're not just water bottles. They're filled with cement. There are people out here doing things. And I didn't want to touch on this side of it, man. But you hear that like the, the, the Antifa side of it, the white nationalist, the, 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 the white supremacist side, where they're saying get out there and cause some trouble. Like the NYPD put out a video where they said there's like pa- like not pallets, but there's like fucking boxes and like like uh the post office crates, like the blue ones that like close, strategically placed around the city, just sitting there and they're filled with bricks and shit. Like on the, on that Twitter, the NYPD put that out, man. So I think this agitator thing, people aren't paying enough attention to that, man. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that. That that, 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 that that what the cops is doing is right because of it. No, it's not. Because a majority of these people out there aren't that. And just like the majority of you cops out there aren't these cops doing that, you shouldn't be cracking and brutalizing everybody's head because of this. I, I look at it and I thought about it and I look at it also as like um, like uh, like the Labor Day theory to me. And Labor Day theory is to me is when, you know, there's a, a rash of violence during Labor Day. People use that parade as a cover. Yeah. And that's what these people are using. They're using it as a cover. Like during Labor Day parades, mad, there's a lot Shooting, of violence. Stabbing, a lot of violence. A lot. And, and a lot mean, of it goes unreported. Yeah. The major and shit. The, the, gets it's reported. like these people are out and everybody's out in the streets right now. So yeah, you know what? Now's a good time for me to sell this beef that I got with with uh, Lonnie from up the block or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing. They're using it as a disguise. But if if you're smart enough, like you said, if, if you can't. You gotta apply the same logic on both sides if you're gonna use that logic. Nobody's justifying these assholes, man. I exactly. mean, you're there's wrong. been shootings. They like a cop got shot at point blank range somewhere. Like listen, in like, in like somewhere Louisville, some shit can somewhere, somewhere like cops were shot. Yeah, I, I can't remember who it was. You are unequivocally unequivocally you know. wrong. When you do those things like yeah, that, man. like the, the one who hit the cop, the one who hit bricks at police, the one who ran down the cars. sergeant in the car in the Bronx, man, like you not hit police with cars. These like, guys, like, like you guys, are fucking dickheads. You you deserve everything you get. Don't throw, happens, don't throw yeah. Molotov cocktails at cop cars at fucking paddy wagons. Like yeah. a lawyer, two lawyers, they were lawyers. Two of them were lawyers. There were four. The two sisters from the Catskills. They said the two lawyers. The feds have footage of them. Trying to pass out Molotov cocktails we, to people in the crowd, trying to pass them to get them to throw. But we say this: these are yeah, yeah, these are lawyers. They worked on someone's ca- like a like a city council somewhere out there, like one of those council boards somewhere. They were both on it. Worked for someone on it. It's fucking wild, and they were agitators. The the, the ones who set that shit off. But we say that, and we we. We condemn those actions, but also, hey, NYPD, don't be out there acting like fucking Dixie. Like bro. the shit I've seen of these dudes, like the Y'all NYPD, like dicks, the videos of them, bro. Like, yo, like, yo, you need to see this. The, like the mayor saying it, the governor. But, yo, commissioner, yo, somebody tell Patrick Lynch to shut the fuck up. Dermot Shea, he might be one of the few NYPD I commissioners say I could, I could stomach. I, 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 I saw an interview I didn't with him. have a beef with Ray Kelly seemed, either. He he seems very intelligent. He does. He seems like I I I saw that uh I saw that um that interview he did and I I was I, I'll say I got respect from him just watching that interview and the way he speaks. And yeah, the way he the talks. way he speaks. 
It makes you long. Patrick Lynch, though. Patrick Lynch. Every time been... he opens his fucking mouth, bro, somebody tell him to shut the fuck up because you're not going to be in the streets for somebody to punch you in your mouth. You sit not behind your desk, behind your shield, behind being the head of this union. Then, then, you're a fucking cocksucker pussy, bro. Who was was it? Was it his son that got into the trouble? Like right after he got out of, uh, out of the academy? Somebody's son, one of those higher up NYPD kids, got into trouble for. Uh, they were in a car and. There's a couple of other uh, just recently graduated NYPD people, and um, if I, if the memory serves me correctly, they um, a gun. They're playing with a gun, and a gun went off in the car, and they all like abandoned the car. Police officers, <laughs> and one of them was related. I, I'm not. I, I want to say it's Patrick Lincoln, but I'm not sure. But one of them was Sounds related like to somebody a higher a higher up in the NYPD. I'm like you're fucking cops and y'all running from the crime scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, like, like it, it just shows, man. It shows, bro. And I mean, every time he opens his fucking mouth, look at. I mean, the police chief in Minneapolis, like, bro, like, just shut your mouth. Why are you talking about this man? No, none of these cops knew this man's criminal record before that happened. Doesn't matter. Innocent until proven guilty, bro. Doesn't Not the other way matter. around. It doesn't fucking matter. None of that matter, shit matters, like, bro. Like that dude, like yo, people should like yo. He's a fucking idiot, man. Like these, these people who say these things and do these things don't realize what they're citing, you know. And on to you know real fast before we wrap this up, squirrel face ass Candace Owens. Oh my god! I told you I was gonna come for. Her. I will. I would. I would never, as Ari Gold said one time, I would never hit a woman. But in my mind, I am fucking pummeling her. Okay? Like, she is, she, she is the epitome. I, I started the video, and I was so upset when I sent it, but I was about to smoke. So I smoked a little bit, and I'm like, yo, you know, I'm high. I'm usually listening to something, you know, podcast, son. Let me hear what this stupid bitch is saying. So I turned it back on. I'm not watching the video. I'm sitting there. I'm looking out the window, listening to it. It's just the more she says is angering me. And then she says, but I've got his arrest record here and I'm going to read. And I hear the papers. I'm like, this bitch. And she starts, it's like, yo, are you kidding me? Like, you cannot coon anymore. Like, you cannot coon harder. I she thought, is the biggest coon I've I ever thought Jason seen Whitlock was. But she really is, man. And I really, I oh can't, yo, like, this, I discredited. I'm not going to act like he's a martyr. You're like, yo. You need to realize people like you, like that uh that dude who, who frequently ends up like being reshared by Tommy Lauren. He, like we know you're tight, bro. Like you like we know you're tight. You didn't grow up. You grew up black of affluence and like like your, your parents like were of privilege. So you don't understand the modern black existence. You live closer to a white existence than you realize. Your skin color gets you you know, treated certain ways. You're still a token, but still a token. They allow you certain passages, and people like that don't realize that. And like you said, you're that token black. Hey, look, this is my black friend. That's that's my black friend, but she also shares the same views as I do. She's not just my black friend; she's our black friend. <laughs> is it a friend of ours or a friend of yours? <laughs> Fuck her. Fuck her. Like Fuck it's, her. It's, uh, yo, I couldn't believe that shit when I heard that, man. I was just, yo, like, I, I, I'm not a fan of hers. I agree with, you know, some of her, you know, the Democratic Party has, you know, think about what have they really done for black people. Um, you know, I agree with some of that. But, but for the general, most of what she says, I don't agree with her. And once I saw that video, I couldn't deal 
I just, you've got to be shitting me. Hearing what she said, I was just like, you got to be shitting me. Like, she's like, he pressed the gun to the pregnant woman's belly. He did that. No one did. He held the gun. And no one was stressing. Like, the shit she's saying is like, he's dead. The cops knew none of this beforehand. Justify it. You're sitting here justifying it. You were justifying it for them and for everyone to say, but he did all this before. Said for a counterfeit, days. and what it is, a counter, a possible counterfeit $20 bill? Yeah, the penalty for a counterfeit bill is death. <laughs> like, every, black, every black and Derek Chauvin show up, penalty is death. The, judge the, the penalty ju- is judge is jury, and the executioner. Are you shitting me for a fucking 20, a fake 20? For a fake fucking 20, that, man. That which I don't know if it's true or not. They found out later on that it was a real 20. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I'm not sure. Like Don't these people me. that do this, man, it's like even it like it doesn't the, matter if it's real or fake. No one should use lose their life over, over a fake currency, a twenty dollar, a twenty dollar bill, fake twenty dollar bill, real or fake. Like we deliberately saw what happened. Like it was slow, deliberate, and painful. What he did, like there's no justifying it. There's nothing you could ever tell me that's gonna make me see some. Like like they uh the I guess is the um not the commissioner, I don't know, very high ranking official in Minnesota said when he did that interview, he's like in life there are absolute truths. That video we saw absolute truth of what that man did was murder him. That is an absolute truth. And that's it. That that's plain and simple. I agree with you one hundred percent. Um, anyone who sees it otherwise, I think getting that hand, like I said, we discussed this on a previous podcast, I think getting that case out of the hands of that local prosecutor, I think that prosecutor should be investigated if he's prosecuted any other police-involved things and they've gotten off. Because even with what he's like, putting it together, it seems like you're handing them the case. You know, you're handing them, hey, here's how you beat this and you get your job back. All right, buddy, we'll see you back on the force in a couple years. Um, You know, what I'm, what I'm curious about and... You know, I'm really, really curious about, and I, I don't know how how it happens or where it goes, but what happened to Anonymous? They said they was gonna leak some shit. <laughs> I mean, they leaked that Donald Trump shit. I didn't even like, look into that. Maybe that's something that they should look into. I mean, they. I mean, you gotta you gotta be careful when you're playing with shit like that, man. Those those hackers is kind of playing with fire, so you gotta be careful with shit like that, man. But I mean, if, if if that video comes out, that video came out, it wasn't bullshit. That leak was the next day. They say they're doing other shit. I would guess people that previously scared the fuck out of governments across the world are quietly doing some shit. When they want to show you what they've been doing, they'll show you. Um, let me ask you a question. In uh, 24, that last season, was Chloe working for Anonymous? <laughs> Was Chloe working for that group? Was I that mean, was that them? An anonymous like group, I'd say maybe. Or something. See, and that's the thing too. Like you wouldn't know the name of these big groups that would really do it, man. Like yeah. they would really be underground. You wouldn't know they like they didn't investigate, they wouldn't anonymous. They're not seen like, like Banksy. Yeah. <laughs> that shit started after that Vendetta movie came out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shit, man. So, you know, it's all, you know, take it with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? But I will say that in this country, this country has a lot of wrongs to answer for. And a lot of people don't want to accept that. They say it was a long time ago. 
but you look at it, it really wasn't. And the effects of it are still felt to this day. And the effects of some of these families are still benefited from the money gained during that time. Or the money gained from that time invested into other shit. Ill-gotten gains. But like that, like that lady said in that video, uh, America, you should be lucky that we are looking for equality and not revenge. That's, 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 that's something to think about for you. Be lucky that that's what we want, that nobody is looking for revenge because there's... there's, <laughs> there's oh, no, eventually... Uh, I t we said this before. We said this. You know, eventually, people are going to start looking for revenge. Eventually, you see idiots out there. You see idiots already doing what they're yeah. doing. The guy who stabbed the, I mean, who stabbed the cop in the neck and then shot the other two in, uh, in, in Crown Heights. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's crazy, but people are going to... like People don't think the same ways, man, and... People need to realize that if you want to see a true fact of life, step outside of your happy worldview. Don't live in Long Island. Think because my life in Long Island is okay. Life in the rest of New York needs to be okay. No, man. You don't understand life. You don't. There are people who will never understand like what it is to exist a different way in this country. And until they can, this country is never going to change, man. And I think the way you see that people are so resistant to you seeing that the blatant just truly... This terrible, abhorrent racism being displayed. The terrible, just jaded, bigoted worldviews. I mean, it, it's all on display. It's all on display for the world to see. You're on display for the world to see. America is on display for the world to see right now. And we ain't looking good. Um, Got anything else you want to say there, Skip? No, I think we uh we we probably I think we touched on everything. I feel like we did too, man. Uh, this was a really good one again, man. Always, uh, you guys know you get everything Bud and Roach related over at buttonroach.com. and you can also follow us at Bud and Roach on Instagram. We do the fucking GSF. Yeah. Also, yeah, follow me, IG, uh, Zo Z O underscore eight six. Holla at your boy. Yeah. I guess maybe if I'm telling people that, I should probably make my profile public, huh? I mean, mine's just private for a long time. I don't know. Mine's just there's, private for a long time. There's ops out there. You got to watch out for the ops. Mine's just <laughs> private for a long time. I just made it public not too long ago. I didn't give a shit after a while. I'm like, why am I, why am I private if I'm trying to do this? Now, GSF, we do the fucking though. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that, you heard?